How about them Cardinals? You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Cardinals, Alex Clancy here. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast, Locked On AZ Cards. I mean, what the hell was that? That was as close to a perfect game as you could play for the team is currently constructed as the Arizona Cardinals. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Cardinals win. Cardinals win. Cardinals win. And even if they had lost, let me just say it this way. Even if they had lost and the, they played the way that they did, massive win. The fact that they had control of this entire game from kickoff through last second kneel down shows that every week this team has gotten better and they finally put it together. And all it took was two full games before this one. It is absolutely borderline unbelievable that Jonathan Gannon, Drew Petzing, and Nick Rowles have got the Cardinals here this quickly. And yes, it's one game. Long season, long future. But sweet mother, what did we just watch? Cardinals fans deserve this. Joshua Dobbs deserves this. James Conner deserves this. That defense deserves this. And I'll go through the numbers. I'll go through all this stuff. We just watched the game. This is the instant reaction show that I have. Uh, I didn't want to wait till Monday to post it out. So I wanted to get the content out for you guys now. Um, ain't nobody tanking in the desert. That's pretty much the biggest takeaway that I had. Cardinals win uh, 28-16, 400 total yards. I'm, you know, I'll, I'm going to go into Drew Petzing and Nick Rowles and their, and their complete control over their side of the ball. Jonathan Gannon having this team poised, mature, level-headed, well-balanced, whatever, you know, thesaurus words you want to use for the same word. This is an adult big boy football team. And it happened seemingly overnight. For those that think that Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime weren't the issue before, I feel like that's sewn away at this point. Monty Ford set him up. Jonathan Gannon has knocked it down. And again, one win. They're still one and two. They could arguably be three and zero oh at this point. Thinking big picture right now is more fun because when you see teams struggling that are a couple years down the road in their process of rebuilding or retooling, whatever you want to call it. The Cardinals are at the infancy stages. They don't have their starting quarterback. Half of their team is hurt now. They lost Byron Murphy and Zach Allen and DeAndre Hopkins. They don't have a bona fide wide receiver one, a dictionary def definition of on this roster. Hollywood Brown's fringe played like it today. Joshua Dobbs couldn't start anywhere. 
He was traded to this team less than two months ago. So what the Cardinals did for four full quarters today was a masterclass. And it starts with the coaching. It starts with the preparation. And it starts with the mindset that you can go into any game and win. And it is obvious that even though Jonathan Gannon took a lot of crap for you take a bus or drive a car to practice, quote, a couple weeks ago, this stage is not too big for him. This team is entirely bought in. And they're playing like it. It is such a stark contrast from what we've seen over the last handful of years to now. It's not even close. And Cardinals fans deserve this. You deserve this. These small victories infused with actually winning a game, you deserve this. Media members, I'll I'll take it. It's more fun to talk about things like this and having to, you know, have a have a negative stance on things, negative slant on things. Cardinals win 28-16. This game, aside from the moment, and I and I feel like you all will think this, we're going to be in synchronicity here. When Dak took that third and 13 and got the first down on the scramble where Victor DiMacchi had him in the backfield and let him slip out, got the first down, you're like, oh no. Oh no, this is where it happens. Because that's what we've been, you know, conditioned to think. It's not if, it's when. And especially this season for the first two weeks, they were the better team on the field for the majority of the time in Washington. Majority's loose. They were 100% the better team on the field in the first half against the Giants, and it wasn't close. And they were the best team on the field today from second one to the final second without their starting quarterback, without any real skill position players on defense of note that have been pro bowlers. I mean, Buda Baker's been out. Jalen Thompson played great. Kazir White is really instilling himself as the heartbeat in the middle of his defense. And Zayvon Collins in a more traditional role for him on the edge is balling out. Marco Wilson, Catrell Clark is playing out of his mind for the, the role that he should be having right now. Injuries, Not a lot of talent. Garrett Williams hasn't been back. This team, it's working. And it's not about win-loss. It was today. But I say this a lot, and it's not consolations. It's not a consolation prize. It's not a green ribbon. It's nothing like that. Growth, positive movement, And the culture building that was necessary to pivot away from this function of years past is not directly correlated to how many games they win and lose this year. It's not. Yes, Mon, Dennis Gardeck, absolutely. Dennis Gardeck is becoming a household name. He's the, very good. He's the perfect example. He's like the spirit animal of this Arizona Cardinals team. Always overlooked. And they have been, I guess, in small sample size because the season just started. But they're just dogs. This is a team you can root for. And that's not to say it's not fair. The 2021 team was really fun. Started, you know, 7-0, 10-2. It's This still feels different. 
by eons. It's not if, it's when. And that happened in 2019, 2020, 2021, and 2022 in varying degrees. This is not a small sample size now. This is since the removal of the past regime, everything has moved in a positive direction. And you just hope that it continues throughout this season and beyond. Drew Petzing and Nick Rallis both deserve their flowers. I'm going to give them a segment next as we roll on here on a live post-game reaction show. Uh, didn't want to wait till Monday. Too much to say. Um, yeah, follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Please go to the YouTube channel. Hit like. Hit subscribe. Turn notifications on so you'll know whenever you can see my big dumb face talking about the Cardinals. Uh, coming up next, Drew Petzing and Nick Rallis under a microscope. A good one this time. Locked on Cardinals. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by LinkedIn. All right. LinkedIn and I have a relationship. I was going to say intimate, but that'd be weird. That's not true. I've used LinkedIn a lot for jobs in the past. Very happy with where I've landed. Um, and it's the thing is, it's every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. And you want to be 100% certain you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right candidates that you want to talk to faster. Um, they have simple tools like screening questions that make it uh, super easy to focus on the candidates who you know have the right skills and experiences so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. And it's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs. Number one, delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the quality, qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL terms and conditions apply. Cardinals win. 28-16. I mean, for those who aren't huge fans of the Cowboys, it makes it a little extra sweet, but I don't really adhere to that. Jerry Jones has built a hell of a, I don't know, spectacle, whatever you want to call it. Um, they haven't won a whole lot recently, but, you know, the Arizona Cardinals haven't either, so you can't really use that backhanded compliment. 28-16, uh, let's go over some stats real quick. Um, Josh Dobbs. 17 to 21, 189 and a touchdown, had that 40 plus yard run. Incredible play call by Drew Petzing early in the game. Shook everybody in the stadium, watching at home, and all obviously all the 11 defenders wearing Cowboys uniforms out of their shoes uh, early in the game. It just shows a vision that hasn't been here, at least for the last four years. Just, it's just different. It's, it's an NFL style offense, which sounds obvious that it's supposed to be, but it hasn't been for the last four seasons. James Conner, 12 carries, 82 yards and a touchdown. Feels like he touched the ball a lot more than that. This is where you want James Conner to be. Okay. Maybe not 12, maybe more than that, but he had, he had 23 rushes, I believe last week. You don't want that. If you want him to be impactful throughout the year, closer to this, then to 23 touches. So you can have him withstand the, you know, the, the toughness of playing 17 games. 
Um, Michael Wilson had his first big catch and run today on a broke on a broken play. Kind of reminded me of the Rondo Moore catch uh, against Minnesota last year. Rondo Moore ended up scoring. Michael Wilson got inside the ten. Marquise Brown had that touchdown that that clinched it for the Cardinals. Uh, Rondo Moore that forty plus yard touchdown run. Like, and I'll get to the defense in a second. Drew Petzing has this offense like the back of his hand. He knows what his tools are. And he knows which players on the Cardinals can utilize him the best. And Josh Dobbs didn't turn the ball over. The Cardinals won the turnover battle. And how can, how can you improve upon what happened today? I mean, obviously the offensive line broke down in the second half. Um, you know, the the front seven of, of, of the Cowboys is really good. That defense is really good, even without... Trayvon Diggs, who, who tore his ACL, which was, you know, very sad, obviously, for all football fans. Drew Petzing has a vision. He has a game plan, and he makes adjustments on the fly. All I kept thinking, and this is nothing against Joshua Dobbs at all. He's played great for five, six out of the eight quarters that the Cardinals have had home games. Imagine this offense with Kyler Murray. Just think about it. It is going to be, especially if the offensive line holds up. Paris Johnson had had a couple a couple tough spots today. I mean, Michael Parsons is really good. Uh, he had one holding penalty that was accepted, one holding penalty that was declined. Um, he's a rookie. This was his toughest test by far. I thought it did a pretty good job. They weren't living in the backfield. I mean, Joshua Dobbs wasn't having tea parties back there, like I like to call it, but the offensive line played fine. And the offense as a whole worked like a well-oiled machine in synchronicity. So if you bring Kyler Murray back, the offensive line strengthens. Jalti Froholt seems to be a vision as a plug-and-play uh, playing center. You know, Will Hernandez had a tough day. Elijah Wilkerson was replaced. I don't think he got hurt left guard. And DJ Humphries played fine. Putting Kyler Murray with this offense is going to be special. So you give Drew Petzing his flowers. You give him key to the castle. This is the beauty of having a defensive-minded head coach, regardless of what Steve Kime thinks. And you just give the offensive guy the keys. Go get him, kid. Go get him. And we saw, aside from the, the three-man weave in the backfield, which was a trick play wrapped inside a trick play, it's like those presents that are the big ones, and then there's a smaller one, and then smaller, 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 like the Russian doll situation. That's kind of what that trick play looked like. Didn't work. But the balance, the 12 personnel, getting Zach Gertz and Trey McBride involved. Trey McBride wasn't involved as much. Zach Gertz is old faithful here in this offense, which I'm assuming Trey McBride at some point, Drew Pretzing sticks around, will you know supplant him. The receivers got looks, you know, Rondo Moore had four catches for eight yards, which is weird. Um, all in all, the offense just looked competent against statistically the best defense we may have ever seen in the NFL through two weeks. <laughs> they have 10 points in the first two weeks. Cardinals put up more than that in the first half. And just before I move over to Nick Rollins, because Nick Rollins has the tougher test. He's got much less talent on the defensive side of the ball, at least, you know, substantiated talent. Buda Baker out. Jalen Thompson's great. Marco Wilson had that 
almost pass interference, but it was perfectly timed. So he didn't have to turn around and look for the ball because it just went off his helmet. Control Clark looks fine. He looks like a rookie playing in the NFL. Sixth round pick look, looks to be a steal if he plays in the nickel or, or or in the you know or in the slot. Like before pivoting over to the the defense here. This is great. And it's not even about the win. The win makes it sweeter. The Cardinals played competently with cohesion in like a team that is the Arizona Cardinals in name only. I've coined it Arizona Cardinals 2.0. Sounds dumb. It's true. This is a different organization. With Michael Bidwell as the owner, yeah, there's some hurdles. For those that haven't heard this analogy that I use, you know when you go to a wedding and it, there's inclement weather and you're outside and you're in a big-ass tent? And it's everything. It's like you're inside, but it's just a monster tent. Monty Austin Fort down in this roster, on this in this organization. Monty Austin Fort down to the coaches, down to the players, are in that wedding tent inside of State Farm Stadium, unobstructed by Michael Bidwell, and that's how it needs to stay. You can build a competent organization with an incompetent owner, with a dysfunctional owner, because at some point Michael Bidwell is going to understand he needs to change. And I mean, obviously, this is irrespective of of the bad stuff that he's done to employees allegedly all those things you know um you know uh, whatever it is. like this is a football podcast keep it a football podcast unless i absolutely can't michael biddle has done everything football wise that he needed to do in an effort to pivot this organization away from dysfunction so far and all you can do is grade him on what he's done so far and football wise it's kind of batting a thousand. And you see it on the field. Functionality. Not scared of the moment. And Joshua Dobbs hadn't started any meaningful snaps. I mean, he started two games in, in Tennessee down the stretch, which was wild. But he looks poised. He looks like you could win six or seven games with him. He does. And yes. I was wrong. Clayton Toon should not be starting if Joshua Dobbs looks this good. I know. I know. I don't I don't want to upset people, but I was wrong. Nick Rowless. This defense has teeth. Bringing over Kazir White was probably the most undervalued, underappreciated, overlooked move. Two years, no money, you know, in the grand scheme. And he is just an absolute machine in the middle of the field. He's what you wanted Isaiah Simmons to be. He's what you wanted Isaiah Simmons to be. And he's taken over. He knows the defense, obviously, coming, coming over from Philly. It allows Zayvon Collins and Cam Thomas to Victor Dimikaji to race off the edge, which allows the inferior cornerback room to be able to be more opportunistic and cover better because they're not having to cover for five, six seconds. So it's, it's a split second thing. If you can get in the backfield in a second and a half or two seconds, it makes the cornerback's job easier. And that's what they've been doing because your white hits really hard. He had the game clinching interception and Nick Rollis has their blood coursing 
faster and with more passion. I, that's a stupid analogy. Um, than we've seen anytime from Vance Joseph. Maybe since Ray Orton. That's not that's not fair. That's not fair. Since Todd Bowles, that's not fair. This defense is unfazed. The Cardinals were on the field today for like 23 minutes. You make the most out of your opportunities when you're out there. You force three and outs. You force uncomfortable situations. You force, you know, fourth and sixes and fourth and threes that the Cowboys went for. Like, this was, I don't know who had a better day. I don't know who had a better day. Nick Rallis or Drew Petzing. Pretty good damn problem to have. Alex Lancey locked on Cardinals. How important is this win in the grand scheme of things? And I'm not overstating a week three win in a season the Cardinals may win less than five games without their starting quarterback. I'm not overstating this. I'm not jumping to, you know, champagne and butterflies after one win. And it's also not nothing. And that's the distinction I'd like to discuss as we roll on here, Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by ooh, DoorDash. The ooh is because I love DoorDash because I'm lazy sometimes. I'm going to order DoorDash right after this damn podcast. I don't have to go anywhere. Not all restaurants deliver. And in this specific instance, I just got back into town. So I'm going to be ordering my groceries. Need, need fresh groceries for the week, but don't have time to go to the store. Try grocery delivery from DoorDash. You get everything you want delivered when you need it right to your door. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order with easy substitutions right in the app and best in-class customer service and support. DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to 20 bucks when you use code locked on NFL at checkout. Limited time offer. Terms do apply. That's 50% off up to 20 bucks. No minimum subtotal and delivery uh, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code locked on NFL. Don't forget that's code locked on NFL for 50 bucks off your first order with DoorDash. Final segment. I mean, nice little Sunday. It's a nice little Sunday. Josh Dobbs looked composed. The offensive line was fine against one of the best fronts in football. James Conner looked spry in his 12 carries. Fantastic. It's pretty much like a day off for James Conner. The holes were gaping, if I can say that, on the left side of the line, especially when he's running the ball. I said this on last Thursday or Friday's podcast. Who is going to lead this team with Buda Baker out? Who is going to be the on-the-field, vocal leader and lead-by-example guy infused into one? I said James Conner. James Conner has ingratiated himself into the organization, the fan base, the community. He is now an Arizona Cardinal, a true, unadulterated, regardless of where he came from, Arizona Cardinal. I, I've, I've talked a lot about during this journey for the Cardinals with Steve Keim, that it's hard to build a culture and family and team when you're a transplant team. 
because you can't draft. So you have to bring in players from other teams, other organizations, and kind of makeshift a roster. And I've said that there are very few Arizona Cardinals on this roster. Drafted, matured, grew, second contract on the team. DJ Humphreys, Buda Baker, Jalen Thompson, Kyler Murray. Any others? Dennis Gardeck. And there are guys like Zach Gertz and James Conner who came in and who immediately just became entwined into this team and into the family. Both of those guys, quote unquote, Arizona Cardinals. James Conner proved it again today. Leader on the field, emotional. He looks fantastic. And he should. He has no guaranteed money after this season. They need to extend him team friendly. Like they need to figure out how they can keep him for a couple more years, not giving him $25 million over three years. Let's not get crazy. But James Conner needs to pivot into that LeGarrette blunt role, blunt role for the Arizona Cardinals until he retires. He's perfect. He is perfect. And if you use him properly and don't overindulge on the carries, he's going to be a team for, I mean, be Pro Bowl, especially with this improved offensive line. How important is this win? It's massive for the rebuilding process. Just because the Cardinals win today doesn't mean they're not going to get a top three pick. Would you rather be the Chicago Bears right now or the Arizona Cardinals? Would you rather be the Carolina Panthers right now or the Arizona Cardinals? There are a lot of bad teams in the NFL with no real clear direction on what's next. I did tweet this out. It's funny. Like the bears have the Panthers first pick next year because you know, they traded back Panthers traded up to get Bryce young, huge mistake. I don't know why CJ Stroud didn't go number one overall. I don't understand. I I don't understand the math on that, but they have the bears pick their own and the Panthers pick, which is going to be bad. Also, which looks worse or which has more draft capital possibility as pertaining to being higher in the draft. The Bears with theirs and the Panthers or the Cardinals with the Cardinals and the Texans. You know, the Cardinals and the Texans are in the, are in the back seat at this point. And I know we're only through three weeks. This game, this win was massive because the game plan was set. It was executed. There were no mistakes as pertaining to turnovers. And they got a win with this roster against that opponent with all of America, all of the NFL watching because the broadcast pivoted away from Kansas City and Chicago when Kansas City was up 41-3 in the fourth and all of America watched the Arizona Cardinals and Dallas Cowboys. If there's a better recruiting tool for the future for the Arizona Cardinals, I don't know what it is, probably winning more games, but in a vacuum like this, there are very few situations the Cardinals could have found themselves in today that would have benefited them more positively for the future. And that, my friends, everydayers, locked on Cardinals, is the biggest win the Cardinals could have come out with today. This win is massive for now just because of they needed a win. This is the Lifetime Achievement Award from the first three weeks after being so close in week one and week two, they got a win against the biggest spectacle. I'm not going to call them winning franchise. The biggest spectacle in football, America's team, quote unquote, barf. In the afternoon slate, 
when every single Fox television TV had eyes on them. That's a win. That is a bleeping win. Thank you for hanging out. Thanks for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel, please. I mean, I'm not, you know, commanding you. Um, I might do this Twitter spaces again next week. Um, send me a DM on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. I don't do it for follows. I don't care if you follow me. If you have any questions, you want to talk about the game, whatever, this is your podcast as much as it is mine. Alex Lancy, Locked on Cardinals. I will talk to you on Tuesday.